Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Kat. And we welcome all of you to season six. We made it. (laughs) Crazy how time has gone. And to be sitting here at the start of another amazing season, we have sat down and like kind of reflected on all of the topics we want to bring you this season. We're going to keep up the momentum with incredible guests just sharing their wisdom and We wanted to spend today's episode just kind of giving life updates, checking in. I wanted to give a little astrology tea for you of this year to come. And we have some pretty cool stuff happening in the sky. But before we go into that, Kat, you want to just tell us what's been going on in life for you? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. 2024. um, Just feeling very optimistic about. So uh, we're recording this. It's the end of January. The episode is going to come out in February. And so far, so good for this year. I'm telling you, (laughs) feeling good still 2024. I led my um, New Year's Day uh, sacred celebration and Jen was a part of it this time, which was such a blessing. Um, We did a sound healing together. I led a yoga class. um, And yeah, it was just magical. So such a great way to just start the new year off with community and um, really just it's all been great since then of course I mean not all of it life is hard (laughs) of course but all in all I'm still feeling that like trust my intention for this year that trust is coming through in pretty much every single area of life my work my relationships um, just all the fun things we have coming we're Uh, I'm planning a trip to Sedona next month and uh, just so excited to hear based on like all of Jen's experiences. Mm -hmm. Sedona's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, you've been eight times. Uh (laughs) Love it. So pretty pumped to experience all the vortexes and all the magic of Sedona and got lightning in a bottle coming up for some festival magic and we're gonna try to go to Europe later this fall we switched our plans from Japan in the spring to Europe in the fall so lots of really good fun exciting things coming I've also been deepening my uh, relationship with the Akashic Records which we'll talk a little bit more about later so so far so good 2024 here for you <laughs> uh-huh, I love that yeah I am a Very happy to be in this new kind of potent year and I, yeah, I'm a, I have strong Virgo in my astrology and I love whipping out my planner and starting to like kind of zoom out on the year ahead and there's just been lots of momentum and starting projects that I've been working on but really trying to plug more into collaborations just to keep fueling everything Um, my Virgo mind very much works in a way of wanting different channels to be open that keep the momentum going on the things that I'm passionate about because it's so easy for me to do all or nothing. So I like to have just different categories that give fuel to the stuff I want to keep like evolving and growing within myself. So lots of fun astrology subcategories. If you've listened to us for a while, I dump lots of little astrology things, but I absolutely love like fueling that as one of my like little side hustles, but one that I just like get so much out of. So that's been 
really fun. I'm doing lots of cool in-person collaboration stuff here in Denver for that. And that's been exciting. I'm working a full-time physical therapy job again. And (laughs) oh my gosh, after, you know, three years of pretty much being full entrepreneurial mode, um, I really just wanted to plug into something because when you do the ebb and flow of entrepreneurship, it's also um, hard to always get, you know, control and consistency. And I'm just plugging into kind of that grounding presence of a full-time job for a while and just giving that some space. I had an opportunity open up so close to my house and yeah, life is really teaching me right now. I have so many things that I'm um, fueling at the same time that everything is met with lots of intentional energy because it has to be. Um, I don't have like any wiggle room really. And so far, so good with it. It's a lot. I also, I'm working with the geriatric old people again. And I love, I have stories for days when I work with this population. And I actually have had some really cool intentional conversations um, just around. It's so funny to be in this like spiritual world and have spirituality be so just a part of my day to day and practice. And then our healthcare system here in the US, right, is just fucked. We know this. And it's so funny to be in the duality of like a broken system healthcare world and spirituality and the layers. But I have I have reflected so much just in these last couple months of working full time. What a space holder I get to be because I so believe that no matter what life is going to make you like sit and reflect and go through some layers of healing. You can fight it so hard, but I work with people kind of later in life and it's wild the deflection techniques that then these people are being stopped by something outside of their circumstances and having to face like, I can't walk. I all of a sudden have to learn to pause and listen and tune into my body for the first time and trust other people, practice receiving. There's just so many lessons that I can just see like so blurred and the layers of healing that my patients go. It's so much deeper than just the injury. It's also facing layers of themselves. And I've been really just reflecting on that a lot as I'm back in this full-time position, just how, uh, yeah, everything ends up being spiritual in so many ways, but our system tries to rush things along, but there's still so much potency to that. So 3D world meets 5D world. (laughs) Absolutely. Crazy. And it must be crazy just to like be around people who are closer to, you know, the veil and and death and just being around that all day. I feel like there's just bound to be so many spiritual lessons. Oh my gosh. Watching it happen. You don't get away with it. Watching the blends of family too, like... You know, we talk so much about healing generational trauma and how much of it comes out when families are coming together. It's the job is wild. It's all, you know, it's it just all is there. And it reminds me every day in so many ways, just the importance of every piece of the journey. And I'm just like proud for all the 
people that listen that have been on a healing path, it's just so worth it. And yeah, I have not lost one bit of momentum to why all of this is so important and just making sure that even with a busy schedule that I'm carving out the time for reflection and just that deeper sense of noticing because there's so much magic always happening and I always want to be able to tune into it. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, as you were talking, kind of got me thinking how with our jobs, with our work, we tend to find ourselves working with certain populations, right? Mm -hmm. And so with you, like you have this this, um, experience working with older populations and how like certain sets of lessons will come with that. And then thinking about like, Myself, um, I work with a very different uh, certain population. I work with predominantly people who are, you know, really focused on health and wellness, at nurture and at yoga. Um, so my communities tend to be people in their like mid twenties to like mid forties, mm-hmm. really, and just the lessons and growth and just I don't know being around certain different age groups and populations can bring to you Mm -hmm. because people are mirrors, Uh you know, and it's going to mirror back like what you need to also be learning at that time. And just the way that you show up also is so involved with what that community also needs. Mm -hmm. And thinking about teachers of like little kids, like, and I can't imagine, I think that would be so freaking cool just to be surrounded by like seven year olds Mm -hmm. all day, every day. And just how different life would feel because of that reason in itself. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. There is a lesson to be found in every circumstance of life. And that is a great pivot (laughs) to the main astrology thing I want to talk about. Like there is definitely some big transits that are happening this year, but I really want to talk about, um, yeah, Pluto entering Aquarius. So Which it's Aquarius season. Yes, we are finally there. <laughs> My time and, to shine. <laughs> yes, our sweet cat, the Aquarius. But we're uh, also recording this on uh, an Aquarius Sun and Gemini Moon Day, uh-huh. which are both of our signs yeah. just together. And when I was reading about this and sharing it at the beginning of my yoga class yesterday, as I as I do, um, it was reading about how there's like this unhinged energy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking about Jen and I and how, yeah, there is an unhinged energy when we get together and it's fucking magnetic and amazing and just so invigorating. Uh-huh. We get out every bit of each other's inner weird and understand it, which is so healing. We follow so each other years. to the edges of the universe. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I shared this kind of, I, I astrologers have been so excited for this time for like a long time. Because it's not often that we have outer planets just shift in such a big way. But Pluto, which I love the irony that Pluto even got demoted from being a planet because (laughs) it's so on brand for Pluto's energy. Pluto is really this like death and rebirth type planet. It's meant to crash and then rise like a phoenix. It teaches us transformation on layers we can't even fully grasp. It's so it's so collective in its essence because it moves so slow and it's so far away that it really lumps us into these bigger groups and 
Pluto has been in Capricorn for 35 years. We are recording this into January, and we literally just had the last day of Pluto in Capricorn and moving into Aquarius, which now we're going to get for long time. And it's really, really potent because Aquarius energy versus Capricorn energy. Capricorn has been teaching us structure, holding on to these deeper value systems, building things up. And we we get a kind of like goal oriented and like put in the work, get the outcome, kind of hustle. And our system has kind of been built up with this energy. But the shadows of Capricorn can also be... Um, so focused on work output and not as much of just knowing intrinsic value without putting in the hard work. Capri- right. Capricorn moon, speaking uh-huh. to the soul right there. It can get so stuck and it's beautiful for building things up. It just can be so hard to sustain it because the work is what determines the value in so many ways for Capricorn. But with Pluto shifting into Aquarius, the whole collective is getting charged with this own your unique own your weird own your individuality Aquarius in its like highest expression is teaching us that humanity should make space for everyone's own personal um soul blueprint yeah (laughs) Yeah. and you're quirky to shine and expand and that without each of our unique things to give it's hard for there to be space for everyone, right? And I think we've we've had such a system of showing up only in certain ways and hiding other sides of ourselves and having... We've watched this slowly shift as we've entered kind of the end of this, but... I love that people are now kind of, we've learned so much over the last, you know, five years on masking and holding back and the harm that comes with stifling sides of yourself and how it's always important to bring everything up. Aquarius isn't afraid to bring up the stuff that needs to be said. That energy can feel very scary for people that want to keep things hidden and exposed. Aquarius will bring out a lot because It believes that your uniqueness is your power. And if you're hiding a part of it, it's, yeah, it shadows so much and it's not worth that. So just getting like 35 years of potent Aquarius energy is just going to be such a shift in what we see in society. And Pluto teaches us that things have to die to then be rebuilt. And so pulling up your birth chart, Looking at where Aquarius lands for you, what house, there is going to be just strong energy for 35 years in that area of your life. You're going, it's it's basically what every lesson up to this point has been leading to for you to step into highest expression because we're going through a shift. And for millennials in particular, if you have Pluto and Scorpio in your birth chart, we we are a direct square to Pluto and Aquarius and squares in astrology teach us that there's hard lessons that have had to happen for that energy to be able to be manifested the most um, powerful. And millennials, we have been 
beaten up, man. Like, it has been one thing after the next. Society has not given us, like, we've had just so much trauma as a group. Our, like, the system hasn't worked for us. We've called that out. So much has happened. And now just having this square come into full light, you can see the blueprint of how millennials are meant to help kind of guide this shift into this new society that we're having to build because the other one's just not fucking working in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I feel that Mm -hmm. on a soul level. And I feel like everyone I know also feels that as well. Of like, our generation is here to make moves for the collective, for this planet, in the form of advocating for human rights, um, equality, um, embracing who the fuck we are, not dulling that down. Sharing knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sharing that knowledge. Um, The internet, like, is really our time, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Also, just thinking about the future of our planet and sustainability. We've seen people go vegan, go vegetarian, go back to meat, talk about ways to sustainably source meat. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are just along for the whole journey in all the different ways, all the shadows, no holding back. Mm -hmm. And each of us has such a piece to play. I think another big theme that I mentioned, I think towards the end of last season too, is You know, it can be really scary to be perceived. It can be scary to put your most authentic self forward. I think doing all of the work we share is to really strip away the layers that block you from just openly expressing all the sides of yourself. It can feel so hard to do that. And it can feel like you have to do so much work to do it when it's it's really just removing the barriers. And I think, you know, I think a lot of us have been shown ways that we stifle and I think that's going to look a little different in what area that plays out for each person but knowing that the area of life where you've probably been put through the hardest resistance is probably the area that is also where your gifts lie and what you can contribute and remembering that every piece matters you don't have to keep expanding your learning to the point of getting, you know, having just a degree to be able to do it or having this to be able to do it. Like your own soul's blueprint is truly what it is so that you can just shine it out. There's not going to ever be someone that can meet everything the same way as you can. Your story, all the different layers, energetically, your soul blueprint and your astrology, just all the layers are making you exactly what you need to be. And it's just giving space for that to actually be present, not hiding away and blocking. And I think we all, if we do that, there has been so much work so many of us have done that we can actually move this thing ahead in a real way. And I think that's so what's being called to happen. Yeah. And uh, there's a little post-it note in our recording studio that we get to look at every time that my husband Kyle put up. And it's a beautiful one. I feel like it really aligns with this message, but it's comparison is the thief of joy Mm. and perfection is the thief of progress. So who just like let that sink in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think we're 
were kind of raised to say, oh, well, look at that person, right? Um, but Aquarius energy is all about like you as an individual, embracing all sides of you, all your magic, and knowing that that's enough. Mm-hmm. We don't always have to be striving for perfect, um, but just expect- accepting ourselves with where we're at is really the journey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for each person on an individual level, if you want to do some reflection with this big trans and this newer energy you can see where that plugs in and just listing out all the things that kind of just make you you and yeah it's if it's been done before and you think that's not original enough or all the things your own perspectives and stories will always be loud it's it's truly just letting yourself have space to show up and yeah let's do the damn thing. (laughs) Let's do the damn thing. That's right. Yeah. So Jen and I have also been on a journey of uh, learning to access our Akashic records. Mm -hmm. So that's been fun. Um, I wanted to share one of my recent takeaways from this. Uh, I've almost completed the course. I think I have like two more modules and one of them that I actually have to do next is about accessing the Akashic records through writing. And this is something that um, is, it's a tool that's given in therapy as well. So I just wanted to share this as a tool when you feel like you're kind of stuck in a block and you are looking for answers and clear insights and just clarity on something. um, And it's just not coming through mentally in your thoughts. So This practice is taking your dominant hand, going into your journal, and asking a question. So as you, right, just write down what that question is, whether it's like, what am I meant to know in this moment? What is the next best thing for me to take action on? And just like be with it, write it down, and then switch hands. And in your non-dominant hand, write down without thinking, without tapping into your logic brain, the response. And just see what happens, see what comes out. So when we're accessing this through the Akashic, um, you'll, you'll say the prayer to access the records and that will basically open it up. It calls in like the violet flame protection. Um, it asks that only things that are true come through at that time because things can get a little confusing and clouded. But when you're accessing this without the Akashic, you'll find that similar kind of things come through. So whether it is your conscious mind, which is your dominant hand, then you switch to your subconscious, your unconscious mind, you're able to get those responses and answers. So just another tool when we're talking like clarity, what to do next, um, you have all the answers that you need within you right now. Mm, Yeah, before we started this episode, Kat did a little Akashic Record reading on me is working on, um, yeah, using this new kind of tool. And I'm sure we'll have more to share as we both go on this journey. Like, you'll notice each season, we're always tuning in to a new way to kind of connect with the other side and higher wisdom and the universe and all the things. But it was so beautiful. So Kat went in and one of the big things that came forward was this fox energy. (laughs) Um, And it was so cool from my end, my clairsentience, just really being able to feel the energy of just like my crown, like pouring through. And I like could feel it all go down my back. And it was almost 
almost like wispy like a tail. I can feel <laughs> it. And Kat really picked up the message that I'm supposed to have kind of like cautious curiosity, like circling around stuff and not just like diving in. And exactly like I kind of have said, um, my circumstances right now and what I'm so being guided to do is I am juggling so many different things across the board that I can't lean into anything with like that manic kind of all or nothing energy. And I love doing that. Mm. I love just like hitting the gas and (laughs) blasting. Yeah, Kat has Aries rising. I have an Aries Mars. I love blasting into things. But I've been shown again and again that like, I can lean in and lean out. And even though that can feel, um, that definitely is not what my energetic body wants to do. I have such a blueprint of wanting to just like charge, but then I don't meet anything with intentional like roots that can actually stay rooted and continue on. I've learned again and again, I crash too many things when I do this. So it's just been so funny that life has been kind of teaching me that lesson and to have it come through with the record access access is so, so potent because that's so what is happening. (laughs) So yeah. And you want to share, you've done a few personal Akashic and yeah for we've talked about the Akashic records on here we have a few episodes um Jen Hoffman has come on and we talked about uh yeah the Akashic records before in previous seasons but um yeah this is a way that you can kind of figure out like the lessons your soul is learning and why and just actually kind of understand the deeper layer beyond just the context of this physical body and this reality that we're living in and actually get more information but Kat you've had some fun ones that you want to share too yeah yeah so time like doesn't exist in the Akashic like it does here in our present day like 3D world. So you can access past lives, you can access future lives. Um, and so yeah, it's just like this whole realm of information and knowledge that's available to you at all times from all time ever. So when I went in um, as a part of my training, I was doing a future life reading because I've had my past lives read and told to me and made sense of those. So the future lives was something new Mm. and uh, it came really clearly to me that in a future life, I don't know if it's the next one or the one after, but um, hopefully not too many after. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I am going to be a nurse in a NICU unit. So like neonatal intensive care unit with babies and it was just like this very clear image of white and like futuristic clean but babies like everywhere and if you've been listening to the pod for a while you know that I've done so much work with Kyle my husband around landing around the decision of kids and I forget if I've updated on this but we have made the decision at this point to have children together so that was like a big thing and And so it feels like everything I've done in this life has been opening up and leading me to this place for this future life. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that, the work around babies, around kids, and also uh, it came so clear that I I did EMDR a couple of years ago around like needles and blood. And I've had this whole crazy life journey with fainting and um, just not being able to get blood drawn without having a panic attack. So 
I did EMDR in therapy for this and was able to freaking heal it. Like I got my blood drawn a couple months ago and did not faint, did not panic. (laughs) Such a win. And so, yeah, it became really clear that like I was meant to do this work in this life to open me up and prepare me for this future life, which blows my mind. (laughs) So cool. Yes. The layers of your calling, like it really does matter. Like, I think we, everything that we are feeling really strongly that we are supposed to work through is healing so many different timelines and so many things. And I love the puzzle piece of it all. I think it's absolutely incredible. And yeah, the universe is always trying to show us something. What a journey. (laughs) What a life. Yes. What a life. Um, we, so thank you guys for showing up for another season of this podcast. We definitely are so so grateful to be here. We're so excited about some of the topics around like we're going deeper into yoga. We're going to be talking um, about nervous system regulation like we always do. Um, Some detoxing your life through um, avoiding toxic chemicals. So lots of amazing guests who are experts Mm -hmm. in these fields. And yeah, if as always, if you have any requests, anything that you want to connect with us on, find us on Instagram at Awaken Together podcast please always like follow review it means the world to us we love you all so mm-hmm. much love you cat love you jen Bye. and we're also going to be leading a workshop for our local fam here in denver um on february 15th at nurture and it's going to be all around deepening intimacy through the senses Yeah, so we are going to do an episode on this as well, but if you want to look in Kat and I's personal bios on Instagram, we have this linked. So my Instagram is senseful.wellness on Instagram. Mine is Katarina underscore Erickson. Yes, and we would love to see you in person if you're in the Denver area. That would be so fun. It's a great time to bring a friend or a couple. We're going to be doing all sorts of awesome things like um, eye gazing, backtracing, massage, deep levels of communication. So it'll be great to take back home and Mm. deepen further with your partner. Yes. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.